Welcome to Transformational Healing with your host, Dr. Bonnie Morrow. There are a variety of techniques for hands-on healing that can help you move closer to your vision of good health. In our program, we discuss both the business and science of dealing with different aspects of the healthy community with specialists in various energy practices. Now, here is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Hi, welcome to Transformational Healing. I'm so glad that you're with us today. It, it will be fun. We have a special guest with us today. Her name is Carol Comator. Carol, are you with us? I'm here, Bonnie. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Carol, excuse me, just... Carol and I have been friends for years. We are both uh, certified healing touch practitioners and instructors. But Carol has taken healing touch a step further. Carol's specialty is animals, and I'm excited for you to hear what she has to say today. So, Carol, just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay, thanks, Bonnie. Um, Well, I began, like Bonnie said, with my uh, exploration of massage therapy and energy medicine and became involved with the Healing Touch program and um, loved how the energy uh, spoke to me as far as how our bodies work, how, um, how we can help ourselves in healing, how we can help others in healing. And as I became uh, involved with the Healing Touch program for certification and then into, as a practitioner and then um, the desire to share this work with others, I recognized, um, as the Healing Touch program recognized, that our people did not understand how uh, the energy system was actually different than that of a human com- uh, compared to an animal. And because of that, um, I brought in my career, my retired career as a veterinary technician of 13 years, where I was like a nurse practitioner to my doctor, and I would travel from the satellite clinic to the central hospital and help him with specifically with his patients. And so I did everything from assisting in surgery to um, helping with bandaging and uh, writing and documenting the records and then interacting with the patients and their owners. So it was... um, it was a wonderful job. I loved it. I retired when I had my children and yet still kept my hands in, in the work um, as a vet tech periodically. Um, when I worked with, um, uh, started into massage therapy and energy medicine, it was like a whole new realm of this understanding. And the, the work with Healing Touch actually gave me um, a better understanding of what I have known all my life, what uh, it gave me a vocabulary for things that I had sensed, uh, things that I knew, um, um, things that uh, brought health into being by being a, in a balanced state energetically. And I had no word, energy words at that time. And so my exploration actually brought two careers together. And... Um, with the the sense of 
how people did not understand energy of the animals and they were doing their people techniques on the animals and the animals were actually rejecting them. They were walking away, running away. They were hiding uh, when people actually tried to do the techniques for them uh, to provide for maybe major illness or maybe just a behavioral issue. And so I recognized that uh, with that, I needed to teach a course um, for people to understand, and that would be people in my own community of Healing Touch I would need to teach them how to interact with their animals better. And uh, with that, I thought that I would be teaching Healing Touch um, for animals a couple times a year in Denver, where I'm located. And uh, it's grown to much more than that. And uh, something that I continue to still love uh, to teach. And now it's an international certification program. So, That's and Bonnie, wonderful. you've been uh, part of that from uh, near the beginning, and uh, I uh, really honor that, and I know that you're in full support of uh, the work that we do with our animals, too. Absolutely. And we have had had your classes here in Houston, and uh, I remember Carol saying to me, now, you can bring your dog if your dog is well-behaved. And I thought to myself, <laughs> hmm, <laughs> <laughs> How can I make my dog well-behaved? But uh, it worked. Where are you internationally now? Well, we are in um, Canada and Netherlands and Germany right now. We have two instructors that live in Netherlands, and they oversee our European uh, work. And then we have uh, seven instructors all total in my program that where we go around the country and into Canada um, and then I teach in the Netherlands as well, um, and then our um, instructors there uh, teach the levels one through three, and then I come in for the upper levels. So it's um, it's really fun to be able to work with other languages, and luckily in the Netherlands um, and in Germany too, they learn English in school, and so it's not as difficult as you might think it might be uh, to teach there. Good. Yeah. You. Great. We talked one time, and you said you were thinking about going to Borneo? Yes, we have a, a possible um, grant that we're working on to work with the orangutans there. And um, so we're in the process of submitting a, um, grants, and hopefully we'll be over there next year. And what does that look like to you, Carol? What does that look like to me? That um, that's a I mean, giving back. You're going to be in. Sorry, excuse me. You're going to be in the jungle. Oh, I see what you mean. You want physically? What does it look like? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, no, we're not going to be in the jungle. However, they um, they work with uh, the animals who have been rescued um, and cannot be turned back out into the wild. And uh, these uh, resort these. Um, I call them resorts for the uh, for the orangutan because they treat them so well. But the reserves that they have are um, are specific for the animals who cannot be released. Uh, some of them who come in injured and um, need a little bit of help, and then they do release them. Uh, there are uh, sections of uh, those re- uh, reserves that will help them as well, and so. 
we're not quite sure yet where we're going to fit in. Uh, however, we have great contacts with about three of the the uh, shelters there. Oh, so, great. Yeah. So we won't be actually in the jungle, but we'll be working um, uh, sometimes through the cages and sometimes it would be hands-on. So we're not quite sure yet. Um, and when yeah. when's that to come about? Or w- uh, depends on when year. you gr- get your grants, right? Right, right. Yeah. Hopefully next year. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you, what kind of animal do you like to work on best? Oh, I love all of them. <laughs> That's really a hard question. Um, I turn. I have always been a cat person, so I love the kitties. But you know, the dogs are huge hearts. They are uh, amazing with. Um, how they help us and how they accept us for who we are. And, um, you know, with the dogs, oftentimes it's like, who's helping who heal? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, uh, because they do embrace us with uh, all that, that we have as well. They're very engaging. Um, and I love working with the horses. I've had some amazing opportunities to work with horses. Uh, I actually uh, developed the program working with world-class uh, cutting horses and um, working from starting at the top and uh, having those amazing athletes to work with uh, was just a, a real gift for me as a healing touch practitioner and in the development of healing touch for animals. So I um, I love all the animals. They they've each one of them gives me a different perspective of how. The energy is accepted. Um, they all have that instinctual nature, and so their energy field presents them differently than what we do as human beings. And I feel that, um, that as we work with each of those animals, they give us a different understanding of how we need to be as human beings. And and it, it allows us to be an advocate for them um, and for the animals who are in a place where uh, they are not uh, in a great place, so a shelter, for instance, where they're trying to find their home, a new forever home, uh, or if they're in a specific place where they might uh, be in an abusive situation or a neglectful, uh, neglecting um, kind of situation or one that is um, wild and running the streets. Those are all different perspectives of how we can help in their healing process and how they are our teachers. So I see each one that we put our hands on, whether it's humans or whether it's animals, in this business as um, a learning experience, but as we help to facilitate the healing process. But it's also one that gives us the teaching that we need to know so that we can understand better how to care for the next one that we work with. So I'm hearing that, Carol, but I don't understand. So are you communicating with the animals? Um, That's that's a great question. People always ask me if I'm an animal communicator. And um, so I have to say yes, but I don't actually talk to the animals. Uh, Sometimes I, I recognize different energy that passes through them that gives me an idea of what they might be saying to me. 
But I, there are such great communicators out there um, that I don't claim to be an animal communicator, but I do know how energy flows, how when there is blockage and when there is compromised within the energy system. And so it helps me through that awareness to help them in whatever situation that they're in. So if we have an animal, for instance, that's in an inappropriate behavior, um, that we have uh, techniques that draw them in and help them to balance their energy systems. And they might give me a signal or a picture that flashes through my brain that says that the, the reason that this was caused, this behavior was caused, is because their previous owner was maybe not so kind to them. So, um, and they don't know how to react to that. They don't bring, they bring themselves to that place uh, behind where they're well taken care of right now. And they draw that in because it hasn't been healed. And so as we do our balancing and clearing techniques, it helps the animal understand that this is the way that your energy field needs to be in order to, um, to connect with your, your family or to connect and not uh, display that inappropriate behavior. I like that, inappropriate behavior. And so yeah. when, when you get a, a dog that's out on the street or a cat, a feral cat, mm-hmm. um, first of all, you've got to catch them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's not my job. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> but so, do you deal? We have people who do that in our group in our um, program. So, uh, it's quite amazing. And they we, they are able to to catch them to be worked on. Yeah. Yes, it's really amazing. It's it's like they um, put a magnet on their own energy field and and draw the animal in and. When we have an, a safe environment, when we create a safe environment around our own energy system, then the animal reads who we are. So if you're frantically trying to catch them, what you're doing is actually pushing them away instead of inviting them in. And we have to be safe when you have feral animals because they react um, for their safety factor. And if you grab them too fast or um, if they are not... Uh, in a place where they can be touched or they don't want to be touched, then we have to uh, draw them in otherwise. And so we draw them in with our energy and, and create a magnet, magnetism to where they want to be with us. And there's, uh, there just are amazing so- stories like that or you attract them into the cages with food and, and then bring them into the shelters to get cared for. Good. Okay, Carol, let's take a quick break. Okay. All right. Thanks, Bonnie. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. 
You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly, but instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the cancer coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine. Navigating the Cancer Maze with host Grace Goller will help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, and welcome back. Our guest today is Carol Comator, who is a healer of animals, which is an exciting thing for me. All righty, Carol, um, we talked about the animals. What important point would you like to develop with our listeners? Well, I think the realization of how the animals work instinctually is a good place to start. Um, And when I talked earlier about the animal's energy system is different, well, it's actually the instinctual piece that creates that difference between animals and humans. And so with humans, our energy field or our energy system runs inside our body and outside our body. Um, and we typically run with uh, two to three feet around us with the energy field. You know, people call that the aura, and I know that you have addressed that in your previous um, uh, shows, Bonnie, so I won't go into that. But um, as humans, we have our energy field out beyond our physical body two to three feet on a normal, everyday interaction. With the animals, their energy field is actually 10 times greater or more than what ours would be. So if you have a 15-pound dog, for instance, if you had a child that weighed 15 pounds, their energy field would be much smaller than that of an animal's. When you have a horse, for instance, that's out in the pasture that weighs 1,100 pounds, you have not only that physical body and the energy flowing through that body, but on the outside of their body, you have the energy field that is 10 times greater than 1,100 pounds. And then if they're in the field all by themselves, they actually extend their, their energy field out further. And that's to gather information around them and to make sure that they are safe and to know whether or not they need to kick in that fight or flight response. 
or if they can just hang out in, in the field and graze. So that 10 times greater energy field is very important to understand with the animals. And that's why they know that we're coming home before we even reach the door. That's why they know that we're having an upset, uh, emotional upset, for instance, um, that is creating us, uh, for us, um, a traumatizing effect at that moment. And they know that and they come and surround us with their loving hearts with their energy of unconditional love, which they exude from their heart. And so they surround us with that 10 times greater energy bubble that they hold, and they encompass us in their themselves, uh, within that energy system. And it, that's why it gives us comfort. It allows us um, the joy of being around that animal. And when we're not feeling so good, when we have either a health issue that where we're not feeling well or whether we're having an emotional uh, disturbance within, or we're angry about something that uh, has happened to us during the day, then our animals are a great comfort to us because they surround us with that energy of love that they hold. So that's the main reason why um, I feel that people don't understand the animals is because they go far beyond where we think they do. And our little kitties or our uh, even our little pocket pets hold a large energy field to exude to us all the love that we might need. Uh Thank you for sharing that with us, Carol. Now, uh, recently we had to put our kitty down. And now mm-hmm. she was um, 12 years old, I guess. Um, but I kept feeling that she wasn't liking where she was anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I'd have to go out behind the rosemary bush and pick her up and bring her in. She wouldn't come. So... I think it was time for her to go. Yes, it sounds like she was giving you clear signals of of how um, what she wanted, uh, Bonnie. Because when when the animals isolate themselves in during transition, um, they are uh, giving us signals that are natural to what that instinctual presence holds. So, when in the wild or in their pride in your your um, instance with your kitty, that in a pride, the animal that is not doing well health-wise is actually isolated from the rest of the pride. And so what she was doing was isolating you from her pride, which is uh, you and your husband. And so uh, by doing that, she was giving you, hey, it's time, Bonnie. What I love about euthanasia with our animals is that they don't have to suffer like we have to suffer sometimes. And we as responsible caregivers for our animals uh, are able to make that choice of euthanasia so that the suffering ends and that they can transition without um, their normal death process. So I feel that it's a real gift to us in many ways and that um, I, I'm glad that you recognized what she was doing as she was isolating herself because she was telling you, it's time, Bonnie. But it's so, so sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. But, but she uh, was doing what she normally would know what to do uh, was to leave and 
luckily some kitties will go outside and they'll disappear and you won't see them again. So I'm glad she's stuck around for you. Yeah, that and I thought that's what she was going to do. Uh-huh. Uh, we were about to leave town and I thought, hmm, she's not going to be here when we come back uh-huh. if, if we don't take care of her. So, yeah. so we did. So that to me is a, a qualified... Um, heart-centered owner taking care of her family. So, and is the same thing true for <clears throat> for dogs? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. All animals. They will isolate the ones that are sick, uh, the ones that are um, injured badly that can't be repaired, so that's in the wild, and uh, they will let the uh, laws of nature take care of things. So we kind of help them along a little bit with the euthanasia process. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I like euthanasia better than putting them down, Carol. That's to me. That's kind of a a sad term. Mm. <clears throat> well, that's so a I professional like- term. You know, the what the veterinarians use, and and we need that cooperative medicine uh, as we're doing our energy medicine as well because we don't have the capabilities uh, for those of us who do not have a doctor's degree. We don't have that energy and the knowledge, the, the education that our veterinarians and our doctors have. And so we need that um, diagnostics. We need the machinery. We need the surgic- surgical procedures occasionally. Um, we need that uh, understanding of how the body works and the medications that might be available to us. So I like to run my practice as a cooperative measure and not something that's alternative or um, keeps ourselves away from uh, engaging with the medical realm. I feel like that uh, we need our, our doctors, we need our nurses, and we need our uh, medical, all of our med- medical uh, capabilities in order to provide the wholeness that our energy medicine brings and that um, modern medicine brings. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. I love that cooperative. <laughs> yes. We, we are cooperative. We are not separate from. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's important. Uh, Carol, um, in our Healing Touch workbooks, there is a uh, form. Form? I don't know if that's the right a word. Chart. The, yeah, a chart. Chart. Thank you. Yeah. A chart that you developed. What do you call that? It's called the Physiological Response of Energy Healing Chart. And um, it's uh, to tell you a little bit about that, it, it came. Uh, first of all, from a veterinarian that was questioning what I was doing and talking about the relaxation that I was creating from the animals and not really applying much else than other than relaxation. And uh, because of my study with the physiology of the body, because of uh, what I learned in massage school and what I've learned with healing touch, is that we do provide great relaxation first as we do our treatments. And that's the number one thing that we do. And in this chart, I have several bullets around it. And and uh, if you like, I can explain all of them really quickly and uh, get to the 
real part that is the key to the whole response of healing. I, so, I would like that. Okay, good. Well, I'll uh, try to be as quick as possible. So first okay. of all, we create a deep relaxation. And by creating relaxation, what we provide is a surrender of the body and the body tissues and the functioning of the body. And when relaxation comes, as we all know, endorphins are released within the brain. And so they produce the dopamines, the endorphins, and it helps the whole body relax on all aspects. So from the physical body um, to uh, the emotional body. And so with those endorphins, what happens physically is that it helps the body Uh, the muscles to actually relax more. And with those muscle bundles relaxing, it allows more circulation to come into the body. So the blood flow carries elevated oxygen levels because we're able to get more oxygen in from carried by the red blood cells. And then that uh, elevated oxygen uh, and the blood flow also allows the body to absorb more nutrients It helps to build the enzymes in the body uh, and the chemistry in the body so that uh, our digestive tract works better, uh, everything around us works better. It helps to regulate the hormones with that relaxation. It also helps to flush out toxicity, and whether it's environmental toxicity or whether it's something that we have ingested uh, or whether it's an emotional toxicity, it helps to release that. It helps to promote healthy cell growth and promote healing on all levels of who we are, as I said earlier, so um, uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. But what it actually does is it helps on a physical level is that it helps to regulate the immune system so that our body can better right itself. And so most of the the, uh, research nowadays is about how the immune system is affected by whatever is being researched. And so by going into such deep relaxation with the work that we do through Healing Touch and through Healing Touch for Animals, we're able to better anchor that healing process for for the humans and for our animals. So that's a little physiology chart. All righty. Okay. Let's take a quick break and we'll come right back. Awesome. Thank you. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare associated infections, and more. 
Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie Morrow with transitional healing and our guest today is carol comator who is knowledgeable about our animals so before the break carol was talking about the physiological response chart Uh, carol um, could you go over that one more time with our listeners sure Okay, so when we work with energy medicine, uh, we provide techniques that allow us the opportunity to help the body relax. And with deep relaxation, what happens is that endorphins release from the brain, muscles relax, and those muscle bundles open up, allowing more circulation to come into the body. And that with that circulation, then that carries the oxygen levels needed to help uh, support us in all levels of our muscle tissues and uh, functioning. Uh, it helps to absorb our nutrients at a greater level, helps to build our enzymes to um, digest those uh, nutrients and helps us to regulate the hormones in the body, uh, releases our toxicity that we might carry, and it helps to promote uh, healthy cell growth as we heal. But the key piece of deep relaxation is it helps to regulate our immune system so that our body actually does heal. Um, so I love the fact that it, it, we have a tangible way of explaining what we do with our hands as we're working and what it, how the response of the body happens uh, as people or animals receive the work that we do. Yes. Carol, how did you come by this chart? Um, I was, <laughs> I was, uh, I laugh, Bonnie, because it was such a funny situation. I was in a barn, a large barn, where I work with several different horses, and I would see different veterinarians that I knew from my community as a, a vet tech. And, uh, and as I worked, uh, in this barn, this one particular gentleman came over. He was waiting for his second patient, a veterinarian, and he he was uh, standing there. And we were talking about our families, how we were doing. We were talking about the weather, and then I got up enough courage to ask him. And this was early on, really early in the development of Healing Touch for Animals. And um, I was working 
with this animal, and it was so relaxed. It was lovely. And she just was absorbing all the energy I could could uh, offer to her. And this veterinarian, uh, I said, what do you know what I'm doing? And he said, or do you have any questions about what I'm doing? And he, he reeled back on his heels and crossed his arms and, and he took a deep breath and he said, well, you're, you are just um, supporting her with relaxation. And it just thought, I thought, oh, he's going to reject me like crazy. And so my little brain just kicked in, and I just wheeled out this physiological response chart and said to him, yes, but as you know, relaxation releases endorphins, and it helps to relax the muscles. It increases circulation, elevates the oxygen level, absorbs the nutrients, and so on. But what it really does is it helps to regulate the immune system. And what he said was, oh, and he walked off to his next patient. But I thought, <laughs> what a gift that was. <laughs> because right, it what a gift that was. <laughs> help my students. Yeah, it helped me to help my students understand what we're really doing. Sure, sure, that's <laughs> true. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, what, Carol, tell our listeners how they can reach you. Okay. I can do that. Um, we have a website, and we're on Facebook. Uh, I'll give you a phone number. Um, our, our website is HealingTouchForAnimals.com, HealingTouchForAnimals.com. Um, and then the Facebook um, likes, uh, how you get to our Facebook pages is the same thing, Healing Touch for Animals. And then um, our phone number is 303-470-6572. And that's in uh, the Denver, Colorado area. And so it's 303-470-6572. Okay. Thank you, Carol. And they uh-huh. can find on your website a li- uh, listing of your classes? Yes, ma'am. There's uh, classes for the next year. Uh, posted in some for 2016. So All right, we, huh? we have a, a wonderful website. I have a staff that keeps me going. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing, since you don't have time enough to get all of that done. Yeah, we also have an email um, that I can give you, Bonnie, that uh, is info, I-N-F-O, at HealingTouchForAnimals.com. And they can uh, send in an email if they need more information. Great. Okay. Yeah. All righty. So, Carol, is there anything more that you want our listeners to know about Healing Touch for Animals? I I just know that uh, anybody can do this work, and I know that if you have a desire to work with the animals, whether it's on your own personal animals or working in the shelter situation or working in a training situation, that we can help our animals in all kinds of situations. So everything from uh, severe illness to working with uh, animals in a training and in a competition setting. So um, there's many different applications for all that we're doing uh, with our HTA work. Good, good. Uh, You worked with uh, Sharon's horses, didn't you? Yeah, Sharon Skandrit. Uh Uh-huh. Ibdens, yes, uh uh-huh. Good. Yeah, 
Yeah, she's uh, one of our key people in our Healing Touch program. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. All righty. Uh, I am a little bit running out of questions to ask you, Car- uh, Carol. So okay. it's kind of up to you to tell them what you want them to know. Okay. Well, I can tell a little story if you like. Please. Okay. I have um, I have a little dog that I worked on in one of our uh, classes, and you actually heard about this story at the last uh, conference that we held last summer. Bonnie uh, is a little dog named Harley, and he was a little pit bull that would, had been severely beaten and um, had come away into a new home but was not able to connect with his new people and not able to connect with anybody else. He was pretty isolated. He would take food, but he would not engage with the other animals in his pack, nor would he work with um, uh, with the owner and bring her into a connection with him. And what Harley did, uh, what, what uh, this owner did was she came to one of our courses and it was actually a level two class where we teach uh, trauma release and this dog was uh, uh, relatively aggressive and I felt as the instructor that that was not the best situation for my students and was considering uh, asking this animal to leave and um, with the energy that we held to help this animal with the uh, great caution that we took. We had the owner and the coordinator for our course to stay with this dog uh, for the the whole day uh, working with him because we didn't feel he was safe enough for others to work with. And hence the well-behaved dogs coming into the uh, courses. I know so. about that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so he stood up behind his owner the entire day. He never sat down. Uh, at, after lunch, he came in, and I decided that I needed to work with him. And so we started with our um, our trauma release technique and our grounding and focusing technique and. And as we did those techniques and I was starting to work with him very gently and very openly and describing to the students what was happening under my hands as I worked with him, his butt actually sat on the ground and then he laid down while we were finishing the techniques. And then as we did the trauma release, he did everything that is uh, taught and and displayed with that trauma release that was not uh, cathartic it wasn't very it wasn't real dramatic and uh, yet it with ease he let go of that trauma and by the end of the afternoon he was in the middle of our circle and sitting in the middle of our circle listening to the different students talking about their experiences and listening to my instruction. And then when we got up to do an additional exercises, he engaged with whoever worked with him. And then the report from the owner was that she, when he went home that night, he engaged with her as well. 
and by bringing um, that energy release of all of that trauma that he experienced, he was able to see things at a much greater level and how he can connect again and that not all humans are mean and not all humans are cruel. So um, to me, that was probably one of the most exciting experiences that I've ever had with, with an animal. Oh, great. Thanks for sharing yeah. that with us. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, when I see on the news that, that animals are being abused, I can hardly sit there and watch it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have to look at that uh, maybe a little differently um, because people who abuse animals have hurt down deep inside themselves, and they need help. <laughs> so Amen. <laughs> there is no, absolutely no excuse for what they have done, but they also, we have to look at the compassionate peace that brought them to where they are, that they have to hurt someone. So whether yes. it's an animal or a person, uh, it's, there is no difference in that. It's a, a place where there is hurt, there's healing that needs to be done, and we can help them with our energy medicine. Thank you for sharing that. I like that better. So, Thank you. Uh, so when you see it on TV, do you send the energy through the TV to the animal? I, I just, yep, absolutely. I send blessings. I don't uh, work on them because I, you have to have permission in, and to be ethical about what you do. You can't just randomly do that, send energy, but you can send love. You can send um, a blessing to that animal, and otherwise it it gets us all tangled up into energies that we don't need to be entangled up in. So if you're directly incor- uh, incorporating uh, treatment or techniques for a specific animal that has been hurt or injured or abused, uh, and you're directly in alignment with whoever's caring for that animal right now, then uh, that's okay. Otherwise, we send love to them or send blessings to them and then be on our way and know that those that love and blessings are going to find that animal, someone who can help them. Good. So whether it's through our energy medicine or through the shelter, the wonderful people that work in shelters and work in uh, our law enforcement around the animals. All righty. Okay. Carol, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Thanks, Bonnie. Mm -hmm. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. 
You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually, as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie, and my guest today is Carol Comator with Healing Touch for Animals. So, Carol, how many classes have you taught? Oh, I don't know how many classes, um, Bonnie. I don't have that uh, figure in my head, but I have um, about 6,000 people have taken my level one course. Wow. And Yes, isn't that amazing? How it is, many and how long have you been doing animals it? around the world, yeah. How long have you been teaching? Um, since 1996. I developed the class in 1995 and then taught my first class in 1996. So we're um, almost 20 years old this year, or this coming year. Are you sure? <laughs> it just doesn't <laughs> seem possible. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, and I'm still having fun. That's what I love. <laughs> So you're going to teach it until you can't teach anymore? Probably, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the way I am. It's like I'm going to teach healing to, or perform healing touch until I can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. it's lovely when you are able to understand how to help someone else and and you see the results of the work that you do and... Um, that your heart opens up to provide whatever's needed for an individual in their healing process. So it's it's just a really fun job. <laughs> it is. And <laughs> yeah. and you created it yourself. Well, for the animals, yes. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> after healing touch or after healing touch for animals, then what? Well, um I'm uh, in our program of Healing Touch for Animals, we're becoming more, uh, we teach the curriculum, uh, within the curriculum are essential oils, and so I, I'm teaching that, and I'm teaching uh, tuning fork therapy uh, that works with, um, with uh, um, how sound therapy helps the body to heal. And so we integrate our energy techniques along with the essential oils and the tuning forks to provide uh, different scenarios for a healing session. So I have about 35 uh, techniques that are offered within my program. And uh, each of them build from level one to the advanced proficiency course. And so it builds on the effectiveness of uh, and the the way that we provide a specific technique as we're working. So what's next? Uh, probably another advanced proficiency course. I have techniques that are waiting to be offered, and 
uh, more speaking engagements uh, as I'm learning to do that better and hoping to um, get the word out more. Great. Yeah. That's great. What so I love how, about this how many work, practitioners Bonnie, do you have, oh, certified practitioners, do you know? Oh, certified, I'm not quite sure. We have taught over 6,000 people, though. So a percentage of those people are practitioners now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Anybody can practice the level one techniques and, and do great work on their animals. Some, of, uh, some people decide to go through certification and some do not. And, um, and then we're working with um, people who have gone through all of the program and then uh, engage in the advanced proficiency techniques, which are amazing uh, in the healing process. What is your favorite technique with the animals? I think it's one of the one, level one techniques. It's called etheric heartbeat, and you know that one, Bonnie. Yes. And um, it taps into the very soul essence of an animal or a person. I use it on my people clients as well. And uh, it allows the, the true perfection of who they came into, uh, into this lifetime with to be, um, become again awakened and effervescent to assist themselves in their healing process. And so I think that's probably one of my favorites and uh, one that I teach in Level 1 because it's so remarkable in the effectiveness of how it can help others in their healing and ourselves too. Can you give uh, our listeners a quick course in that technique? Well, it taps into um, the direct energy of the heart, so which is unconditional love. And when you're working with an animal, we know that that's what they exude from their ever, uh, the, every ounce of their being. And so what it does is as we direct energy into the heart center of the body, and uh, with the, the four-legged animals, we work with them on their chest area to uh, directly Uh, bring that energy into their heart, and then we allow the activation of that soul essence to come about. And so it becomes effervescent. uh, For those who are tactile and feel the energy, it's like this, um, like having your hand over a glass of soda uh, where all those bubbles are effervescing and and, uh, tapping onto your palms, and that's what it feels like. And it gets so full in the heart area that uh, it actually pushes your hands away from the body and you just allow your arms to be drawn around the body and hold that until it fills the entire energy field that's 10 times greater. And then you bring that energy back and it takes a little time to do that. Um, And then you uh, bring your hands back to the heart and you set a recirculating pump. Uh, through your intention and your clarity of what the technique does, and it continues to work long after you have completed your treatment. So that's called a theric heartbeat, and we teach that in level one. You get to experience it with the dogs, but you also get to experience it with the horses too on the second day of our course. And it's remarkable, um, the experiences that I have witnessed, uh, the experiences that I hear about later on down the road from practitioners who are doing the work. And so that's, I think, probably my number one top favorite uh, technique because it's so simple. 
That's that's right. To have it simple and and effective is exciting. Yeah. Carol, is there we're just about to shut down. We have about a minute left. Is there anything you'd like to share with our listeners that you haven't shared? Well, maybe they would like to know how we work with our courses. Um, we have a night on Friday at Level 1 course where we work with people with the energy medicine and we teach them how to facilitate energy. We actually take our healing touch coursework with our um, basic healing touch steps and we work with that uh, with our healing touch program uh, and then on Saturday, we bring the dogs in, and you're welcome to bring your well-behaved dog, as we talked about before. <laughs> and that's so they can be our teachers. And uh, we get to experience all the curriculum and the, uh, all of the book work that we have, plus all of the techniques that we teach on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we engage with the energies of the horses and work with um, the same techniques and and feel the energy that is 10 times greater, that large, amazing animal that we have under our hands. Um, It's a great experience. It's healing. It's oftentimes life-changing for students is what I have heard, and it... um, it still remains for me a great joy to be able to share this work. So, All righty, Carol. Our time <laughs> has run out, so I'd like to thank you ever so much for being our guest today. And thank, thank you. you. God bless. Take care of yourself. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening today. Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow is broadcast live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week. Mm